0: You're listening to episode 49 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got skills. skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Well, hello there, and welcome to episode 49 of Alexa in Canada. It's Terry here, and I'm so pleased that you have joined me. I've got a couple of guests today, repeat guests, actually. But before we get to that, a quick word from our sponsor. And that, of course, is the Alexa conference presented by voicefirst.fm. It's the worldwide gathering of Alexa developers and enthusiasts. It's certainly coming up at us quickly here, and uh, I'm excited to be there as well. Uh, It's going to be taking place January 15th to 17th in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, Tickets are available right now with the promo code Alexa in Canada. You can get 20% off. And as usual, I will have the link to the tickets on the show notes page for this episode, which of course you can find at alexaincanada.ca slash 49. All right, so let's get to today's podcast. If you were listening to episode 44, just about a month ago, you were introduced to Baobali Shete and Mario Rodriguez uh, from Clove Chef. And uh, Mario was recently visiting Vancouver, and I wanted to take the opportunity to sit down with him face to face. And we also we, we are joined by Baobali from Seattle uh, via Skype. But I wanted to sit down and actually break down a little bit what it's like to be a startup company. In this voice first world. As you know, Clove Chef is creating skills for cooking, voice guided cooking, but they also are moving at lightning speed, creating new features. And I think it's a great example of the way I believe a startup should should move. And so they come on the podcast today. They are chatting about some of their developments. They're chatting about what it's like to be a startup in the voice first space, and uh, I hope that you'll get a lot of value out of it. Just as as an aside, you'll hear when Bao Belly speaking, he's actually in Seattle uh, currently when we're recording this. Uh, as I said, Mario is right sitting sitting next to me here, but uh, Baobali is in Seattle, and you may hear some background noise. That's because he did his best to find a, a quiet space, but I know at some point there were some kids running around playing. So uh, if that's what you hear, that's what's going on. It's a busy place in Seattle. Anyway, without any further ado, let's get right to the podcast, and I want to welcome both Baobali and Mario onto the podcast. Thanks for being here, guys. How are you doing, uh, Bahubali?
1: I'm doing great uh, Terry. Uh, it's again um, uh, no, super exciting to be back on your podcast.
0: Wonderful. And how are you doing there Mario?
2: Pretty good. Uh, happy to be in Vancouver today. It's a really beautiful city, so.
0: It's true about uh, Mary and I are, are sitting side by side here and we're uh, we're talking to Behubali uh by some distance here, but it's uh it's nice to actually do a podcast. You're sitting next to each other and we can we can actually uh, see some facial expressions as we're talking. Anyway, um, as I mentioned and the listeners will know, um, you guys were on the podcast a little while ago and we want to get into some new things. But for those that didn't hear that first episode, maybe you can give us the, just a quick recap of what Clove Chef is and what you guys do.
1: Yeah, sure. So Clove Chef is a uh, a conversational solution which uh, takes consumers right from meal planning, discovery of recipes, uh, buying the ingredients, all the way up to cooking it with a cook-along conversational assistant. So pretty much everything to do uh, in the kitchen, We, we are trying to be the primary interface for consumers in the kitchen. So, we work, uh, we started off the work with the voice interaction platform. We also have extended that into chatbots nowadays.
0: Great. And then, um, so these are skills for Alexa. And there's also other tips and things that uh, are part of that. Mario, you want to just comment on that?
2: yeah so what we also add is another layer of kind of knowledge or um, information that the normal home cook would like in order to make the cooking experience a lot easier. We give them chef tips along the way, uh, little hacks and tricks in order to make it also easy for them to grab certain uh, grasp certain techniques and just you know have something fun and, and enjoyable but so you're at the same time you're cooking and you're learning and
0: and really enjoying the cooking process. Great. So that's a, that's a great overview of what of what they're doing. And uh, for those of you that didn't hear that first episode and you want to hear it all, I'll put the uh, link in the show notes that takes you back to that first episode where you can hear a lot more detail about, uh, about Close Chef. But today, I, I want to focus on what it's like. We've got a couple of guys here that are uh, part of a startup company in the voice space. And I thought it'd be really neat to hear about their experience being a startup in the voice space. What's that been like? And um, and they've also got some new developments that that uh, they wanted to share with with you, the listeners. So um, maybe Bahubali, you can just tell us a little bit about basically the experience of being a startup in the voice tech space. What has that been like? What what are the challenges? What are the successes? Uh, how has that how has it been treating you as a, as that type of company?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely. I, I have been a serial entrepreneur. I have run startups even prior to this. But this is a completely different experience because uh, earlier, you know, we have dealt with apps and, you know, user experience was completely different. Here, we are dealing with voice experience and uh, some things are pretty simple, very straightforward and makes it uh, super easy to implement as well as give a great experience to the consumers. But at the same time, some things which we take it for granted on the screen, uh, on t- touch interfaces, become... Pretty hard here, and that's where a great conversational uh, user experience design comes into play. Right. Um, so, we, it's, it, and, and uh, another difficult part here is uh, trying to figure out the kind of uh, nuances we need to use, the kind of language or the terminology we used, we need to use, especially for somebody who is in the kitchen. And trying to map that to different countries, trying to map that to different uh, regions and their cultures, uh, all those aspects fall into place. It's it's not just about creating a sort of solution. It's much much beyond that.
0: Sure. So it's almost like every you know every different location has to be personalized a little bit, and that's uh, certainly a change. Do anything? Do you have anything to add to that, Mario? As far as sort of being a part of a startup in the in the voice space in particular versus other experiences you've had in the past.
2: Yeah, absolutely. In in other startups, like I've been involved with, people understand um, maybe the product a little bit easier, a little, a little bit faster. Maybe it's like a food product that you can just taste and feel and everything else. With this, it's it's voice technology. It, it's really you know cutting edge. It, it's new. Um, a lot of people, you knew, especially you know investors or or uh, partners, in which you need to really acclimate them and educate them on what. The voice technology is and what makes it effective versus, you know, traditional UI, UX. Um, you know, it's a little bit of a learning curve. It's a little bit of, you know, introduction to terminology. Um, and that takes a little bit of time. You know, it takes a little bit of time and confidence and, the, and a little bit of trust, just like any any other concept. But I think that's that's the most um, kind of where we are trying to really focus on. That way we get early adopters. That way we get people to really, in you know, understand what we're doing uh, more than anything else.
0: Yeah, that's great. So, and you mentioned just at the end there, but the, uh, the early adopters. So um, what's the what's the reaction of the early adopters with this platform? And how does that help you to determine what to do next? And then maybe that'll lead into our next bit of discussion. Uh, Bhubali, do you want to comment a little bit about that?
1: Definitely, it, it is a different challenge uh, compared to uh, early adopters adoption of any other technology we have developed in the past um, consumers are not you know it, it's it's not easy to discover a solution A and then it's not easy to find a really a targeted consumer who wants to use a voice technology in the kitchen to cook this so um, finding the early adopters and making them to realize that such and such solution exists to cook is the hardest part. But after that, what we have seen is once people use it, they love it. They actually, you know, uh, we are fortunate to, you know, say that we have been getting five star reviews consistently on our solutions and people are really liking what we have done, uh, Granted, we don't have tons of recipes today, which is just in the beta phase. But soon, you know, uh, the kind of partnerships we are signing in, uh, we will have uh, you know, all sorts of uh, recipes and huge database of recipes, and that part will also be get. Uh, that part also will will be able to uh, cover it up. But yeah, early adopters, the hardest part is. Uh, making them to realize that we exist. Beyond sure. that, it's been a very, very nice, uh, smooth journey.
0: Great, great. And you mentioned something there about partnerships, and I know that this sort of leads into the next part of discussion. This is what I wanted to get into about some new developments that uh, you guys have had with Clove Chef, and you were just part of a recent uh, event, the Smart Kitchen Summit. Um perhaps we can talk about um you know as a startup why these events are important for you to go to and then talk a little bit about um some of these new features that you've that you've announced and some pretty exciting developments
1: yeah sure um so smart kitchen summit is like uh, ces for uh food tech in the sense uh, everything to do with the food and technology happens there uh, it's it's a very well managed very well organized Event, very curated set of uh, participants uh, come in there, so we we get to meet the thought leaders of food tech industry, thought leaders from you uh, know kitchen appliances and uh, in, uh, including the world leaders uh, in the kitchen appliance uh, industry. They all come in there. It was it was a great experience. Uh, people know that we exist today, and uh, people are really. Uh, receptive of uh, what we were doing and listening to thought leaders validation that you know we are in the right track
0: mario can you comment on like were there other people in this uh, or at this event that were involved in the voice space or is this something that's quite unique to what you guys are doing and so on Mm -hmm. um we were actually the ones that are really
2: focus on voice a lot of the technology out there is very ui ux driven very app driven a lot of videos Um, so we were, you know, if anything, you know, when we talked to them, they actually needed a voice technology. They're looking for another medium in which we can communicate or they can communicate their product to. So like we actually ended up talking to them and, and hopefully down the line, we're actually going to partner with a lot of them. So there was one, for example, they had a cooktop, a glass cooktop that you can chop way the ingredients and cook all on a glass surface. The only thing they didn't have—it was, it was a cool little UI UX, and you know it was nice, and you, you could you could swipe on the on the on the cooktop and all that stuff. But they didn't have a voice technology. They didn't have any like sort of like way to connect for a human to connect with the device other than just by touching it. Mm-hmm. And there's something to say about you know, conversation and, and really making a connection with something, whether it be an inanimate object or a human. But I think people are a lot more susceptible to adapt to a technology or, or adopt, sorry,
0: adopt the technology if there is some sort of voice there. Interesting. Yeah, I can totally see that, obviously, with the voice being uh, so so natural and seamless, as, as I've, you know, commented on it many times before. Um, so, You guys announced a new feature uh, down at Smart Kitchen Summit, uh, something that is, I believe, in beta testing right now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about this? This is pretty exciting.
1: Behubali? Yeah. uh, This is is probably one of the best uh, uh, features of Cloud Chef, which we are releasing. Uh, This is something, you know, where we actually started off. Uh, So it's basically giving a... Ability for the consumers to add their own recipes, their grandma's recipes, their you know mom's recipes and aunt's recipes, into uh, a, a platform with a very conversational interaction experience, both using a chatbot as well as voice, and uh, being able to instantly convert that into a speakable recipe on the voice assistants like amazon alexa and google home that means just to summarize you know you have a recipe all you do is you just have a conversation with someone and tell them the steps involved and our tool what it does is it, it actually uh, gives the uh, gives uh, nice predictions and gives you um, uh, editable predictions and that way taking the cognitive load off from the user about thinking about the steps, thinking about the ingredients or tools to be used. And it just very naturally flows and collects the recipe steps and brings it out as a very well, nicely formatted, pre-formatted uh, recipe. And at the end of it, it actually can extract the ingredients involved in that recipe and the tools required to make that recipe happen and gives a very well formatted recipe yeah, on the website and on the tools plus it'll also give them an ability to play it back on the amazon alexa
0: great so it sounds like it's quite multimodal and it uh, on the channel is the other sort of buzzword these days in terms of uh, uh you know covering all your bases there what was maybe mary you can comment a little bit more about sort of what was How'd you guys come up with this idea? Where does this come from? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So the first thing, what we wanted to do is, um, really focus on the, the, since we have the cooking experience down and we have the ability to kind of translate from text to voice, we wanted to give our consumers an opportunity to really, you know, uh, enjoy the experience, but also have it a little bit more personal, which they have the ability to, you know, put their recipes on a voice platform like clove chef. So we call it recipe box just like your grandma would put her, her recipes in, in a little box in the kitchen and everything else. And that's the, that's the type of thing we're, we're trying to do. We're trying to build a community around our users and our consumers and people who love to cook. And just, again, give them the opportunity to really experience voice, you know, see what the value is. That's why, you know, the the um, a lot of these Alexa skills are coming out. You know, it's going to make our lives a lot easier. It's going to make our lives a lot more convenient, but also, you know, You know it is technology so sometimes it is scary but at the same time we need to we need to kind of have that personal uh touch with with the technology and the the more we can actually get people to use it and trust it the more you know i think we can really make an impact in in in
0: communication but also the voice world and, and everything else yeah and i think i told told you this mario previously but uh, you know watching my my daughter who's a, who's a young girl and mm-hmm. she 's getting into cooking now and she's she's starting to collect um recipes that she enjoys and literally she's creating she 's creating a little binder of her favorite recipes uh whether it's you know to make some brownies or some particular type of rice that she's made with my wife or that sort of thing and uh I could see this being a really neat use case for kids as well who want to keep track of some of their favorite recipes and they want to talk to talk to Alexa and put it in and um and then have those be read back or maybe you can comment on is that something that they can share with other people how does how does that work
2: um so basically um yes yeah, so the answer is yes to that so we want to kind of build that community of of users that you know interact with clove chef on a daily basis not just to find recipes and, and cook them all and all that stuff but also have their own directory of you know uh home recipes, grandma's recipes and everything else. So we wanna be able to share that within the community and everything else. I think initially what we want is the the users to experience it and have their own and, and maintain their own, but I think down the line, it's something we can share and kinda of get more people excited about it um, and then you know see what com- what comes from that.
0: And so what's the status of Recipe Box right now? Is this online now? Can people access this? Can people put in their own recipes right now? Bagu what's the timeline?
1: yeah actually we have started accepting beta signups by third week of October uh, or probably end of October you know it will be actually given to all the consumers and consumers can actually uh, try it out they can test it and give us feedback and by Christmas we would like to go live uh, so that everybody can or even Thanksgiving so uh, we would like to go live so that uh, consumers can actually use it for their, uh, their recipes during Thanksgiving and Christmas.
0: That seems like a good, good, uh, good timeline, a good, good timing, yes. just for this type of thing where families are getting together and cooking their favorite recipes. And I can imagine where everybody, it can almost become like a family, um, family gathering event, or you know, a thing to do. You can, you kind of share your recipes. You all like create a. a, a a recipe box of your favorite family recipes, and and then share it around. You can add to that each year. It sounds like a pretty neat neat thing to do over the holidays. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And then um, yeah, yeah. not
0: only that, but we're also going to be um, allowing people
2: to um, ask certain questions on Clove Chef. So if if you have a question on like um, I have a 20 pound turkey, how long would it take to cook? That's something you can actually ask Clove Chef, you know, right. Now. So we're trying to build that as well. So really, having kind of the one-stop shop for any like culinary questions and everything. But we want to start with turkey because everyone's going to be cooking it, and we also want to jump into personal recipes because you know that's what Thanksgiving is all about. It's kind of family recipes and and sharing them and eating them and all that stuff. So we kind of want to be a part of that for sure. And um, one thing I actually overheard at the Smart Kitchen Summit, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting that was you know we were setting up our booth and you know talking to a few people and there was this these two guys standing beside me and i ever heard their conversation they're like yeah this all technology all the technology all the companies here are great and everything and they're all coming up with their own recipes but recipes but he he's like i don't want anyone else's recipes i want i want my family recipes mm. You know, I don't want to be searching for other people's recipes, and you know a lot of times i don't I don't want it they're too complicated and no matter how easy you can you can make the app look, that's not what I want. I want the ability to really cook my own food, you know cook my grandma's foods or my foods or if I experiment or that you know that was one one person out of I wasn't even really talking to them; they were just kind of in the background, so I ever heard that, and I'm you know I interjected and I'm like, well, we have something coming out. He thought it was very interesting, and he's like, "Look, there's nothing. No one's really focusing on the personal uh, exp- re- personal recipe right now. Everyone's just kind of come up their own things and coming up their own recipes." So, you know, he thought that was pretty interesting. So,
1: that's great. That's great. And yeah, just to sorry. Uh, yeah, Just go to ahead. add to that, the recipe box will also be giving the feature wherein. Uh, it's not necessarily you have to enter the recipes. You may like something from, say, Banapati or Epicurious or any other favorite site you have been looking looking at always. And you want to save those recipes for later. Like, you know, you're, you're searching for something else and you've, you found that, you know, and that's like a cool recipe for my Thanksgiving and I want to store it. You can do that on Recipe Box. So you could plug in that URL into your recipe box and we still convert that into and storage.
0: That's great. that's great. So that's a great feature and the the other thing that I know um, you guys have been working with is uh, setting up some partnerships with specific companies that are going to sort of bring another element of functionality to this uh, to this voice skill. Um, maybe Mary, you want to just talk about that a bit I know we talked a little bit about that previously. Yeah. Um
2: you know, we we wanted to focus on strategic partners um that'll really help us to diversify the uh types of recipes that are out there um but also help us um in in being compatible with also certain devices and certain appliances out there. So, Clochef has the ability to connect uh, directly to um any sort of device, any sort of smart device that has any type of Wi Fi or Bluetooth um connectability. Um so one thing that we one company we partnered with is called uh WonderChef. Um and they're a company that they make uh a lot of smart appliances. Um one they have a a device called a NutriPot, which is almost like the uh the other um yeah, almost like the Inspot I would say. Um they're out of India Um, and basically we're, uh, partnering with them exclusively on, on, you know, the first kind of, you know, Clove chef to device type of connectability and, you know, loading the recipes on the platform and, you know, Clove chef will connect directly to the device and and really provide the hands-free experience all throughout the whole process, you know, um, which is great. Um, and then some of the other partnerships that we jumped into is, um, a few in the consumer product goods, um, a few vegan products. and also in a few other partnerships within some meal planning companies. So um, one of them actually are very specific to people with a uh, certain type of dietary restrictions. So they provide meal planning for them. So we're also loading the recipes on our platform as well. Um, so, you know, within, you know, device space, uh, what we call CPG, meal planning, um, meal kits as well. Um, those are kind of the, the different... Um, Verticals that we're trying to really penetrate and get them to you know use Clove Chef.
0: the the meal kits thing is is fascinating to me. Um, the idea that you can order a meal and then have it delivered and then have a voice application, a voice experience that takes you through how to prep that meal. That's sort of the the, the missing ingredient, so to speak mm-hmm. pun intended um, that can really kind of ensure that these meals are being prepped the way that they were meant to be. Mario, do you want to comment a little bit about that aspect of the partnerships, which I think is a really neat idea? Mm-hmm.
2: So with meal kits, um, you know, they they do such a great job of, of really preparing the 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 recipes, um, preparing some of the ingredients, packaging, sending it to you in a nice box. But what they don't know is, is what happens after. And we really provide them the opportunity to, um, you know, communicate with the consumer on a one on one basis. Um, really understand which steps they had trouble with, uh, which steps they um, they seem to really grasp. Um, and also we provide them the opportunity to provide feedback at the end of the day. So at the end of the, the cooking process, we'll ask, you know, uh, what do you think about the meal? You know, they have the ability to actually – add, you know, their two cents on it. And some people are very vocal about it, you know, that's kind of the opportunity to really, you know, if it was a very arduous process, then they'll, they'll definitely let you know. So with Clove Chef, you know, with the meal kit companies, it's, it's really an ideal partnership because we're able to really pinpoint and track a lot of those cooking analytics and give that back to them and provide a lot more in-depth feedback than they normally would by, you know, sending a, a, an email that they usually do on a weekly basis.
0: So that's really neat, and that that sort of ties into the analytics that you guys are able to collect with the um, with this application, the voice experience, and, and and all the technology that's built in. It's fantastic, guys. It's a, it's really exciting, and even just since the last time we talked, like I said on that last episode, a lot has changed uh, within Close Chef. and uh, I think that's one of the key uh, key features of a successful startup is being able to be quick and move quickly. So, um, Bahubali, uh, any other uh, final comments here about where you guys are going here in the future?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, d- just one comment, you know, the reason we are, we have been able to uh, get great traction from partners and uh, things are moving pretty fast is also because we have white-labeled the solution now, which means that any brand uh, or any uh, celebrity chef who want to have a white solution for them, we can make that happen in a matter of a week, in the sense you just Give us your recipes. We can rebrand a skill and roll it out for you in almost no time, and that will be made available on Amazon Alexa and Google Home simultaneously.
0: That I'm sure that's going to be a very popular popular feature as well. So you guys are really cutting yeah. your bases. It's you've obviously you thought this through very well, and it's <laughs> it's a it's a great great product that you guys are are doing. Any other final comments from you, Mario? Um,
2: yeah, I mean we're we're really. Um, sprinting towards end of the year, you know, there's a lot of, especially with Rusty Box really coming out for the holidays, um, getting these partners signed, and also fundraising, that's the other thing, we're actually, you know, we are a startup company, we're looking for funding, Um, so we're kind of in that process right now, and, you know, all these planes need to land by the end of the year that's there's no there's no excuses so failure is not an option at this point. Um so yeah, we have all all you know, we're running all cylinders. We're really trying to get to the end of the year that way next year it's 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 fruitful and and we're growing, you know, as as fast as we can. So
0: Wonderful. Well, um I'm sure you guys are going to have a busy couple of months ahead of you and uh, I'm sure it'll be a successful couple of months as well and I look forward to uh continuing to follow what you guys are doing and um and following along with clove chef and using some of the recipes and maybe even getting my daughter to throw in some of her own recipes into there cuz i think that'll be i think she'd have a good time doing that so thanks thanks again uh both of you for for the second time for spending some time with me and with our listeners it's it's really appreciated and um what can i say i look forward to to following up with you guys in the future again and see where you're at
2: cool thanks terry
0: for having yeah. us
1: again thank you terry i think it's it's great talking to you once again
0: well, there you have it. Uh, you know, they've got a lot going on that I think really uh, is hinting at a very successful startup. They have been moving quick. Uh, they have been uh, creating partnerships. They've been uh, releasing new features. And this is all just in the last couple of weeks since uh, since we last chatted. So, again, of course, uh, check them out. Uh, the links will be at alexaincanada.ca slash 49. If you want to go back to the original episode with Baobali and Mario, you can go to alexaincanada.ca slash 44. But I will have the link to that episode as well from today's uh, podcast show notes page. Their skill, Clove Chef, is available in Canada. So make sure to check that out. But again, everything. Just go to alexaincanada.ca slash 49. That's all you got to remember and everything will be there for you. Make sure you have subscribed to the podcast and I'll throw a quick shout out to the Voice in Canada Flash Briefing as well. Make sure you are listening to the Voice in Canada Flash Briefing which you can find through your Echo device where there is a tip every single day on something to do with Lexi. All right, have a great week and I will talk to you again very soon. She's got got skills.